You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. We are pleased to be joined by one of the greatest running backs in NFL history, the Hall of Famer Eric Dickerson, the Rams Vice President of Business Development. ED, thanks for taking the time. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? We are doing well, and the Rams look good yesterday, but do we apply any degree of an asterisk next to that victory? Because Scott Tolzien was a disaster. Hey, let me tell you something. In the NFL, when you win, you don't put no asterisk. You just put the W or the loss. And we have we put a W there. Ed, when you look at how Jared Goff played yesterday, I know you had your your sentiments to what you thought of how he played, and maybe even the move that the organization made to grab him as the number one pick overall. Do you now feel as if, based on how Coach McVay has him planting his foot in the ground when it comes to throwing the football? throwing a ball with velocity, checking out of plays, getting under center, coming out of the huddle, getting a shotgun. He looked like he belongs. Do you Are you buying into it, or you think it's just you need a little bit more because it was just week one? Well, well it, it was week one, but but still, you know, he looked very good. I mean, that's that's what we've been looking for as, as Ram fans here in L.A. is to, to see the, our number one draft pick last year to play like a number one draft pick. And Look, I'm not a big fan of always rushing the quarterback any player that's, that's the first pick in the draft or your first round, you don't feel like you have to play right away. But, you know, that's the way that the game is right now. They want to try to play the players as soon as they can. But, you know, yesterday he looked like that guy. You know, he made some great choices. Uh, he threw the ball very well. Uh, he looked like he was in command of the field. Uh, and I know they didn't play the Colts are not a strong football team. And I tell I said this uh, today on my radio show, look, he's not going to play like that every week. I understand that. You know, this, this is a great week. It's a great win. But, but you need to beat a team. When you're supposed to beat a team, you need, you need to beat them just like you like like the coach, like the Rams did yesterday. You don't want to leave any doubt. You know, if they if they'd have won 17-10 or uh, 23 or something like that, it'd be, people would still had questions about it. But the way he played yesterday, he played a very good football team, and I think our offense looked so much. I mean, it was like night and day from last year. And I'll, I'll say it again: it's not going to be like that every Sunday. It's going to be some games going to be tough. It's going to be some games that he won't play well. But yesterday was. Uh, a reminder of why we drafted him number one last year. The Hall of Famer Eric Dickerson is our guest on the NFL on TuneIn ED a year ago. Todd Gurley described the offense as a middle school offense, and, you know, he didn't have a single 100-yard rushing game. What's the outlook this year? Bounced back with a touchdown yesterday and 96 total yards. Well, you know, and, and they tried to blame it all on Todd last year. He's not running the same. He's not doing this the same. Last year I was at the game, and I got a text, two texts at almost at one time from Marcus Allen and from Thurman Thomas. And both of them said at simultaneously, they're going to get him killed back there. And, and the reason that being that is that the blocking wasn't there last year. You just have to be honest. The scheme wasn't there. The offensive scheme was terrible. I called it high school offense. It looked like a high school football offense. I got uh, tweets that said, don't talk about high school football like that. High school football is better than that. So, you know, and it really was. I mean, high school football had more imagination than what we had last year. And the one big thing is, is that you have to get acclimated to your offensive line. You know, Jared Goff and, and um, um, Gurley hadn't worked together much last You know, this, it was his first year. But it's really about the offensive line and the running game. When I got to the Rams in 1983, my offensive line, and I didn't know Jackie Slater said it to me last year, Eric, we had been together almost seven years when you got there. He said, Wendell Tyler took him, taking the blunt of the beating. He said, all of a sudden, we were a jailed offensive line. And that's what you want. I mean, and that's what we're looking for from our offensive line is, is to, to be able to, to, you know, make Todd look like he did his rookie season. He has the talent, but if you don't have the hole, you know, you can't, you can't make it happen. E.D., Coach Sean McVay comes in and, and, and set his 
his tone with what he wanted his offense to look like, which I thought it looked really good. Um, you have to line up and play every week. So I don't I don't get into this thing of team was just that bad because of you was either just that good or you weren't. And I thought the Rams weren't defensively. Look at what they did with Wade Phillips. I mean, it looks like a totally different team. Are you really encouraged about what you see with this team? Not so much, you know, by the plays they made or, or the plays they didn't make, but from a fundamental standpoint when watching football, this was somewhat the laughing stock of the NFC West and maybe just the National Football League for a few years. Do you do you feel pretty comfortable with what you see from a fundamental standpoint? You, you did everything without Aaron Donald. So they really applied the pressure. They really ran the ball well. They threw the ball well. It wasn't much they didn't do well yesterday. Well, Cordell, you know, I, I agree with you. Um, you know, and, and what I'm saying is, is that one, one thing we didn't do well yesterday, we didn't run the football well yesterday. That's okay. You know, I think because they still want to put seven or eight in the box. But am I, am I, am I pleased with the way that uh, the steps we've taken most definitely? Last year, I think we had one of the best defenses in the National Football League. If you took our defense and put them with the, the Cincinnati Bengals, even the Cleveland Browns, I guarantee you we would possibly be in the playoffs because our defense was that good. But our offense was that bad. Our offense was the worst in Rams history. In Rams history, that's how bad we were. I mean, so when you have an offense that can't keep your defense off the field, it hurts. It hurts badly. I mean, you know, as a football team, you don't want to start pointing things. You don't want the defense pointing to the offense. You don't want the offense pointing to the defense. But last year, as, as, a, as a former player and as fans, you have to point, look, our offense is terrible. So this year, hopefully, if the offense can get on track with the defense, we can be a very dangerous football team. Because you know what it comes down to. It comes down to confidence. You win one game. You win two games. You win three games. You win four games. You win five games. All of a sudden, you start believing you're good. People may say you're bad, but you start winning football games, and you start believing you're good. The year the Rams with four and twelve. The next year, they won the Super Bowl in St. Louis. No one saw that coming. I mean, no one saw that coming. So that just shows you how quickly things can turn around, and it can happen here because our defense. We have a very good defense, a good sound defense. Is this if it's the offense plays? up to the defensive standards, or vice versa. You know, you don't want to have it this year where the offense plays great and the defense plays bad. So you got to get on the same page. Breaking down the Rams with the Hall of Famer Eric Dickerson. Eric, you went through some challenging contract talks when you were a player. Are you surprised Aaron Donald came back to the Rams on Saturday without a new deal? Uh, you know, not, not really. I mean, because if he didn't come back, he still would owe the Rams that, that, that year. I mean, you, you, can't, you can't get them under it, so it's no way that he's going to sit out the whole year. It wouldn't make sense. I mean, if you sit out the whole year and you get the year wiped out, maybe so. But holdouts are hard. They, you know, they're, they're hard on a player. I mean, players, you know, you want to be there with your team. You, know, you, want, to, you know, want to play the sports you love. Uh, you know, you don't want people to think that, that, that you don't care. But you also, you have responsibility to yourself and to your family. People don't realize this is a job. This is fun, you know, to, to be able to play football, especially when you're young. But at this level, this is a job. This is a career move. And, and Don, Aaron Donald is doing what he thinks is best for his family, life after football. There's life after football. Am I shocked he came in? No, I'm not shocked he came in. Am I glad he came in? You know, I'll say this much here. You have to do what's best for you. And I'll say that to anyone. You do what you think is best for you. E.D., you mentioned life after football. Let's talk about life as an L.A. Rams fan. Give me your take on the energy in the city when seeing their team come week one play as well as they did. Are they a little bit more optimistic? Are they excited? Are they, are they in a position where some may be saying, man, we're going to the Super Bowl this year? <laughs> well, you know, I'll say this. I, I, think, I think 
people are still a little bit optimistic. Like, ah, we're not sure. Maybe, you know, we had, we had, I think they had 60,000 tickets sold. It was about, about a little over 50,000 at that football game. You know, last year at the, on the, open, the open, opening day, well, not even opening day, but the preseason, they had 98,000 fans that had a preseason game. So it was some excitement. I think it still is some excitement. I mean, this city is all about winning. I mean, L.A., you have to win in this city. Uh, or if you don't win, you have to be exciting if you lose. But they want, to, they want winners. That's what it's all about because there's too many things to do. I think the fans will get excited about the Rams all over again if they, if they, if they do it right. Uh, I think they, they're trying to do it right by hiring a coach that has, you know, some, some spunk, not this coming in, you know, pointing the finger at the players, not pointing the finger at yourself as a head coach. You know, a coach that takes responsibility. A coach like, hey, we can't do that. You know, he's a young coach, but the players like him. And it's all about respect. You know, you know, it's, it's coach, players have to respect their coach. And talking to the young players and even the older players that play under Sean McVay here, they have respect for him. Even he's a young, he's a, he's a lot younger, same age as some of his, own, some of his players, but they respect him. And he, he knows pretty much everything about special teams, defense, offense. I mean, and I was shocked when the guy said, man, you know, he knows, he said he knows everything about every position. He said, that gets me excited because I only play on special teams, but he knows my position. So it's most definitely some excitement with the fans and also with the coaching staff. So, you know, let's just see how the year goes, and, and hopefully that we, if we keep winning, there'll be some excitement here in L.A. E.D., always a pleasure. We appreciate the time. Now that you're the Rams VP of Business Development, are you the guy we call when Cordell comes to town if we need tickets to the Coliseum? Yeah, make sure you call me first. That's my man. That was the right answer. <laughs> Straight to the point. That's what I'm talking about, E.D. Uh, okay, guys. Thank you, Eric. Thank we appreciate you, the time. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Bye. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart. Live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.